it's Ian Aber, and this is Straight People, the podcast for straight people because they don't have enough. We're joined this week by our guest, uh, Mr. Voss Sanchez. Hello. Is it Sanchez or Sanchez? Sanchez. Sanchez. Okay, because you're from North Carolina. Right. 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 (laughs) Um, Well, welcome. You're a longtime listener of the podcast. I am a huge fan of straight people. What what would you say? So you listened to season one, the lost episodes. You heard most of those. I was was telling Payne today because Payne thought I had like... I only have six of those original episodes, mm-hmm. um, and that he was like, because oh, I we did like fifty, and uh, yeah. Um, what was your favorite of the original? Oh, man, I think the one that touched me the most was Rachel's episode. Yeah, um, it was really, really important and really cool. Yeah, um, I had her. Cody was just on, so they're dating oh, again. Oh, good, uh, yeah. oh, good for them. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, no, Rachel's was great. Um, there were so there, oh, there's so many. I, I loved them all because everybody's answers are so different. Everybody's did you hear experience. the one with the um, the psychic? Yeah, and we did the reading. Yeah, that was, that was my favorite. Cool. That was my favorite one. That was super. Cool. That was the last Marlex one we did. Was really good. Everybody yeah. was really good. Nice. Um, yeah. Oh man. All right. So, so you're ready. You're ready. ready to go. <laughs> you're raring. Okay. So Voss, you are a, a comedian and improviser and actor. Yeah. And you, what are your, what's your day vocation though? You have a. I'm a wine rep. Wine and a wine rep. Mm-hmm. And you've been a like a sous chef since I've known you. Mm-hmm. You've run ramen pop ups since I know you. You are a Renaissance man. Jack of all trades. A Jack, master yeah. Of there you go. Jerk. Um, <laughs> um, of those things, what's your so like you know what's the like if you could wave your magic wand and pick one road, which would you pick of all those? If I could just be a professional actor and have acting pay for everything right now, yeah. that would be ideal. Yeah, but you would be like an actor then who would open a restaurant and yeah, yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd probably <laughs> dabble in everything. Sure. Yes. All right. Well, awesome. So, what's your favorite thing that you've done? What's your? Um, we'll get to whether you're straight or not, honey. Sure. We'll get there, <laughs> sweetie. Um, what's your favorite thing that you've done as an actor? What's the thing you're most proud of? Um, I would say Cobra Kai okay. uh, is, is probably the the best stuff that I've done so far. Um, I've I mean, it's all been a great experience. I was on MacGyver. Better Call Saul was really cool. Yeah. Um, but Cobra Kai was the one that kind of I, I've been on podcasts for Cobra Kai. People stop me in public and are okay. like, "Oh, you're the the yeah. guy from Cobra Kai," nice. which is kind of cool, and it's felt really, really good. Um, and I have a pretty big project coming up with Dolph Lundgren. Soon, oh wow! So, okay, yeah, wow. That's All right, fun. so yeah. you're in the you've gotten into the action star sidekick. Are you? What do you play though? I, I, I haven't seen Cobra Kai, unfortunately. Uh, on Cobra Kai, I play a guy uh, bodega like clerk. Named okay, Nestor. Nestor. So, okay, yeah. nice. Um, and are I, you? Also, a, like a karate person in this, or you like was hilar- not in the show? Not in the show. Hilariously, okay. I started taking karate because of the Karate Kid. Oh wow! Okay. I had that conversation with Ralph Macchio, which is hilarious. Wow! Super. I nice saw guy. him at a Kroger. Yeah, and I, so and it, cool. but I didn't talk to him because it was like one of those. Is that Ralph Macchio? Right. Why would that be Ralph Macchio? And then he yep. walked off, and then the next day I read that they were filming. I was like, They're oh yeah, filming here. So yeah, wow. I filmed with him and Will Zabka, Billy Zabka, the bad guy from yeah. Cobra Kai. Wow. Um, John Kreese, the bad guy from the Sensei, yeah. and now Dolph Lundgren, and I've auditioned for Sylvester Stallone. So I think if I get Van Damme or Steven Seagal, I'm officially an Expendable. Wow, right? <laughs> I love it. All these I lo- Expendables, not. I know, right? Let me be the guy that dies in the first. Nestor's five. Revenge. Right. Um, <laughs> so, what's your least favorite thing that you like? Like. What was one of the things that you were like, oh, I'll never do this again, or you thought it was going to be good, and then it turned out to be like, eh, or, or you don't like to tell those kind of stories? I, don't I know. mean, I, there's there's always like... Like, what's an acting bomb sound like, I guess? <laughs> an acting bomb is when you get to set, and this is going to sound so queeny, but like, when there's like no trailer and, and no good uh, crafty, which okay. is craft services, yeah. and there's no good 
food and it's a longer day than you expected and they don't need you forever and then like at the very end of the day they shoot like just two seconds of your butt or something and they're like all right thanks and you're just like what was that whole 10 hour experience of me sitting at like a picnic table in the sun like all day yeah. for like the movie off i was in office christmas party i was in office christmas yeah. party my butt is in office christmas party for two seconds but i had like four scenes that were supposed to do yeah they just cut them oh, it wasn't wow. a bad day on set it was just like what is happening? Like, it's just like a long day. That's not so bad. I yeah, guess. exactly. If that's the worst of it, then yeah. yeah. You were in Powers. That, I was. Well, I was. I was expecting that to be the worst thing. Yeah. That was no, a that terrible was show though. Oh man, that was so such much a bad. I mean, just. But you were funny in it because you're like you. They, they. You had a little character. Yeah. You know what I mean? You were like pissed at this. Yeah. It was really funny. I, I thought did, it you were the one that found it. I was yeah. literally thinking like, who? How am I ever going to see this footage? Yeah. Ever, ever, ever. And then you were like, I, I have it. I was like, sweet. I mean, I paid. Five dollars a month or to watch right, that to bullshit. Watch that so two seasons of it too, because I read the comic book and I thought it was so right, good. Right, and then right. when, like, once you start watching, even when it's bad, you're like, well, I'm locked in for no, the. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, Absolutely. Course, yeah. It's like Star Trek. It doesn't matter what kind of Star Trek comes out. I'm gonna watch it. It's you like know? Altered Carbon. I'm trying to chew through that show. I can't. I couldn't make it through the first season. Me either. I'm like seven know. episodes deep, and I'm like, I don't care. Do you watch a lot of science fiction? I watched yeah tons. So you, of stuff. Do you watch The Expanse? I haven't heard that's so good. I like it, but like. I, if someone was like, "What's it about?" I couldn't even explain. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't. I honestly don't know. That's fair. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't. Anytime I'm watching, because I I watch it and then I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Because pain will be like, what 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 do they mean when they say this? I'm like, I, I, don't, I don't know. know. I don't yeah. fucking. I don't they're know. In space. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, they're like on Earth and Mars, and then there's people like who live in the middle who right. never lived on a planet. See that's And then they all sound Hawaiian for some reason. Okay. Like it's just so like space extreme. accents. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. They all have they have their own like yeah. And they're all real tall because they've grown tall they've because never, they're uh-huh, in zero gravity. gravity. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Well, so maybe I do understand it. All right. Look at me. Um, <laughs> Nerds. <laughs> I know. So, okay. So the podcast is called Straight People. Sure. Um, how, how do you identify? I identify as uh, straight cisgendered. Um, uh-huh. But, yeah, I think it's one of those uh, things where I completely and fully understand and respect the spectrum. So, okay. Like, I don't. You know, it's funny because labels were always such a big thing growing up. And then you you get to a place now where we're finally starting to accept that everybody's just can like whatever yeah. they want to like, yeah. whatever they want to do. And it's truly nobody's friggin' business. So who cares? And, you know, but yeah. at the same time, I think labels obviously are important because you want to find out. Well, there's labels is. and there's identities. Sure, I think sure, that's sure, the sure. big thing. I Absolutely, think that yeah. labels have grown into identities, and whether that mean it's meaningful or not. So, like, if you're somebody who's like gender nonconforming and probably identify as like bisexual or, or pan, then a label like gay male is just as uncomfortable as straight male or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Right, so it's sure. like, yeah, and I and I definitely understand that aspect of it mm-hmm. because like when I grew up, it was like, okay, well, you know. Are you gay or are you straight? Right. You know, and black you and could be bisexual, but that's like, you know, that's like being left-handed. Do you know what say, I mean? Like hearing buy now, gay later. Yeah, that, exactly, like, exactly. Yeah, you know yeah. What I mean, like that's yeah. silly. But there, that was true because a lot of people used bisexuality as like the transition. Sure. Uh, you know, like let me let me put this feeler out and see how people react to that. Sure. You know, oh, yeah. um, it's like the the. Um, I forget where it is, but they, they have to break the news to somebody about something, and it's like the, the, the people are out of town, and their cat dies, and it's like, the cat got on the roof. 
The cat fell off the roof. The cat broke its leg. The cat is dead. <laughs> right. And they just send a series of letters. And that's what I think that's what being gay was. Yeah. It was like, I'm bisexual. The right. cat is bisexual. Right. It's on the roof. Yeah. It wants to have sex Finally. with boys. Now, yeah. yeah, it loves your dad. Yeah, the cat is gay. <laughs> the cat's your new dad. Right. Um, but uh, so so when did you um, know what a, what a gay person was? It's funny. It's like when you're born straight, you're all surrounded by straightness. So like the access points, like did you know a person um, did you just like see it on TV? Did you hear the word fag? I grew you know? up in rural North Carolina. Yeah. And um, we had this restaurant growing up. My family did. And um, it turns out, and so it's Highlands, North Carolina. Yeah. Shout out to Highlands. Um, turns out Highlands is loaded with antique shops, which was loaded with gay couples. Yeah. And I, you know, and. Because Highlands up, is like where people come to oh, vacation. It's, it's such a resort. Yeah, yeah. Now and then it was a little bit, but now yeah. even more so. And when I was growing up, we had this restaurant. And I'll never forget there was a. Um, a server who worked there, his name was Scott, and what a darling human being he was. Mm-hmm. Um, and he spoke in a very high falsetto, and everybody used to make fun of him. Mm-hmm. And it was very obvious that Scott was gay. Um, but they, you know, everybody would just make fun of Scott, and it was always like, oh, don't don't bend, don't bend over in front of Scotty and all this stuff. Like, it was this crazy thing, and it was clear that he was obviously a bottom, so yeah. everybody was scared of. But, yeah, right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I was literally like, you know, I just remember thinking, yeah, I remember understanding, like, yes, Scott likes men, mm-hmm. but I didn't ever think it was, like, wrong. Or I just thought, like, oh, I mean, okay, like, if yeah. Scott likes men, then Scott likes men. I, yeah. I, I don't know. Like, So you didn't have anyone in your life telling you, oh, that's wrong, that's wrong. I had a lot wrong. of people. I mean, growing yeah. up in rural North Carolina, it was always, like, the, the you know, F words were getting thrown around all the time. Yep. It was always, and back in the 80s, it was the derogatory term for everything, mm-hmm. you know. Um, gay was also sort of derogatory. And then, you, I mean, you know that growing up, obviously, you heard that a lot when people were like, oh, that's so gay. And it, it wasn't Yeah, that's even, more of a modern, though. That's, like, 90s. Sure, yeah, and more, forward, more. yeah. And growing up, that was a thing. And one of the biggest, I, I remember a lot one. Of, a lot of faggots, hard T's. Yeah, man. hard T's. Hard oh, T's. Nice hard, T. hard G's, hard F's the yes. whole way. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, we can thank Eddie Murphy for some of that. Yeah. Um, but, like, there was a point in time, the only one of the biggest things I remember was, like, New Kids on the Block and the band Queen. Mm-hmm. Um, both of those bands came out, and I loved both those bands. And I remember a kid in my class being like, New Kids on the Block is gay. And I remember thinking, like, well, well, then I don't want to listen to them if everybody hates them. Yeah. You know, so I quit. I equated like people hate gay mm-hmm. and I knew that. And, and so but I never understood why I never got like an explanation as to yeah. why. And no one ever clarified what is what is gay. Mm-hmm. You know, it just it just was this synonymous with bad. And yeah. I was like, well, OK. But then I knew Scott and Scott was gay. And I was like, but he's not bad. Yeah. Scott's great. And we also had another we had a customer that used to come in all the time. Richard Gertz, who I love. He's in the city. Richard, God, if you listen to this, <laughs> I love you so much still to this day. Long, fabulous Fabio hair. And he used to come in and everybody used to give him such a hard time yeah. um, because he would flirt with my uncle and he used to come in and go, James, you forgot my vegetables all the time. And that was the big thing. Every time he would come in, they'd be like, James, did you forget his vegetables? And which is the truth. But I loved Richard. I ran into Richard maybe a year ago and yeah. we like reconnected. That's great. I love that. He was that. like my first gay. Yeah. You will, yeah you that's exactly and they were wonderful and yeah. incredibly pleasant people. Well, and then was, you went to work in, in, in restaurants. So it's like you don't work in restaurants and not meet gay people. That's just not a insane. thing. You know? It's yeah. impossible. No. Absolutely. Yeah. The minute you said your family had a restaurant, I was like, oh, okay. Oh, there it is. Yeah. yeah. Exactly, right? That, and I had plenty of... The service industry is riddled with homosexuality. And not only him, but there was also women who were gay. Mm -hmm. And I had to understand that that as well. And it just was an obviously spelled out spectrum to me kind of early that like you can choose to like the other sex if you want. I feel though sometimes, at least for me, there were like female coaches at my school that were clearly Mm -hmm. lesbians. Yeah. 
and that was okay. But if there was like an effeminate teach, like an effeminate sure. male teacher, then everybody was saying something constantly about yeah. it. We had an effeminate um, male teacher. He was not gay, but yeah. he was effeminate, yeah. and so therefore everybody just yeah. Just I had a couple of those, guy. but then uh-huh. I think that that may have changed a little bit. Like as time went on in the '90s and stuff, the the trope of the you know lesbian softball teacher, coach yeah, yeah huh? caught up, and it's like now it's just you know everyone's everyone's scrutinized to some degree. I think the kids. I had somebody on who was a teacher, and I was asking her, you know, you taught like third and fourth grade. Did you ever see any kids that you knew, you know, that ended up being gay? Because she taught for like thirty years, sure. and she was like, oh yeah, <laughs> you know, it's like and it's, it's funny just, when they're kids, and you know, you're just like, uh huh. Kind of see it like my cousin. I have my family. My two cousins are gay. Two other cousins are gay. Two yeah. older cousins are gay. I have a set of in my family. I have a set of uh, twins, two girls and two boys, and both sets are gay and gay. Wow, which is hilarious. So it's like two boys are gay and two girls like are gay. quadruple gay. And they were in there on the Greek side, so yeah. that's just so bad. Uh, which is hilarious because I mean the <laughs> oldest records dating back for gay yeah. And Greek. Yeah, that's <laughs> so, so funny. Yeah. Um, wow, that's yeah. crazy. They're both uh, all four. Are yeah, all gay. And wow, they're, they're great, wonderful. Love yeah. them all. I love it. I love it. There's yeah. a lot of that. Like, there's Matt English in, yeah. in town. He has a brother. Yeah, he's like a few years younger than him. He's also gay. Yeah. Um, Mateo Lane, who was here, I guess he has an older brother. Okay. Uh, gay. Cool. Yeah, that's just so funny. Rock and roll. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> love it. Um, you're married though. You I am married. Just, you're how many years? We it will be six in a couple of weeks. Six years. In a couple six of years weeks. married, and then how long together? Oof, I guess like 14 or 15. Nice. Something like that. It, what's different of what's married life versus pre-married life like? Um, Was there I any mean, difference? Did you notice a difference right away? You don't or? notice a difference right away. You, you start to understand it, I think, over time, married life, and I'm sure you can attest to this as well, that it's like you have someone that's like your, like literally your partner, somebody who is like, yeah, we're going to do this together. And it's no longer this individual idea of things. You think about them yeah. in addition to yourself, and you think about what are you going to do for them, with them, and you want to experience things with them. They just become this whole other part of you that you, you know, I don't want to get dramatic and say you can't live without or die without, blah, blah, blah. But it is like your best friend that you There do. are those um, like old people friends. that, like, yeah. one dies one week, one dies yeah. two weeks later. Uh, and probably will not know? be us considering my yeah. health is way worse than hers. So <laughs> <laughs> she'll be around a lot longer. Right. Um, she just started doing stand up, Carlette. That's right. She just started, well, yeah. a year now, probably. Yeah, she's almost t- it's a little over two or close yeah. to two years deep in Yeah, now. wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how's that been? So you had been doing it for a while. I had been doing it. I'm, yeah. I'm almost to my ninth year of it. Yeah. And she's, yeah, going on two. And, uh, I had always said she was funny, and of yep. course, you know, Lace's class came along, and so we, you know, I wanted to get her something cool for her birthday one year, so it was between that or DJing classes, because she likes okay. to DJ, and so I, I was like, well, I'm going to get her the one that's more affordable, so. <laughs> <laughs> otherwise DJing, you have to buy all the... T- and the equipment, and yeah, stuff. there's no so equipment just, in stand-up. No, I mean, just, just a bad just childhood. Be there. Exactly, yeah. and she, she's she been crushing <laughs> it, she's amazing, and Lace is an incredible teacher, and of course, the support system that's kind of built into Lace's class has been incredible, and... She's been, I mean, I'm literally hanging on to everything she does and looking for bookings. <laughs> I'm literally like, can I get five minutes opening for she you? She did. I mean, <laughs> she, like, great. I forget what show I had her on when, when I first started seeing her around. Um, oh, on Two Baby Cheeses. Sweet baby. She, like, mm-hmm. I mean, that was one of the first, like, this was the first time I saw her. Oh, yeah. And that's probably one of the strongest, like, first time she you see somebody. She that show. Had a great um, set. Yeah, it was so good. It's so funny with that, like, I'm, I haven't found, a, like, some relapses closed and I don't have a place for it. Um, but I have this instance every once in a while where I ask for people, well, I'm looking to book this, send me a tape, and then they'll send me a tape, and it'll be Sweet, Sweet Baby, Baby Jesus. Jesus. And I'm like, nope. I was at the show. Yeah. You can't. Don't that's send not. That to me. <laughs> send me your <laughs> I just think it's funny because I'm like, 
what is, I introduce you and walk you off of this. Right, like, exactly. I may not have been paying attention, but I know <laughs> that you know this is not what I wanted to right. see. That's so funny. That's um, funny. You guys do any traveling together? Do you perform together? A little together? bit here and there. Um, she's got a pretty decent fan following in Chattanooga. Oddly yeah. enough, shout nice. out Chattanooga. Yeah, Chattanooga's um, kind of got a good. Um, you know, like there's a good turnout. Like, oh yeah, to Natasha sure. and Ethan do yeah. such great things up there, and so we went up there a couple of times, and um, the second time I kind of got to perform with her and it was really fun yeah we had a great time um so just that and then we did Asheville together and uh we're gonna keep trying to do as much as we can together just, nice yeah oh, that's yeah. awesome oh yeah um what are your like when you think about like what's next for you like what do you do in Atlanta you have you're acting you're yeah. doing stand-up you're um yeah acting you're teaching a class yeah you want to talk about the class a little bit? sure yeah. um basically i've been hearing a lot of not just comics but a lot of people but mostly comics so i offered it just to stand-up comedy essentially for now that we'll be offering to more yeah. in the future but um essentially stand-up comedians come up to me and say things like oh i really want to get an agent how do i get an agent how do i yeah. get these things and an agent is kind of a far step away from the fundamentals that you need to before to break into yeah. it so i realized um i helped out joe smith and a few other folks and I realized there's a lot of things, and again, I don't mean to say this egotistically or be too braggy, but like I haven't been at square one in a long time. I've yeah. been doing the acting thing for so long that I'd forgotten what it was like to to not understand what some of these emails meant. What what are sides? What are yeah. you know these pages that I'm getting? Do I have to memorize everything? How do I look at the camera? Yeah. Am I loud? Is this big? Yeah. You know these things. So it's it's a class that's going to be kind of focused on the things you need to understand, how to get into the market, understanding your brand, understanding like what is a good headshot. There's a big difference between really good promo work and really good headshots you know yeah. just little things like that nice so it'll just well, give be, us one yeah. tip so what's a good what makes a good headshot um with a good headshot on, honestly it's really and honestly knowing your brand so yeah. for me i have two different looks i can look like a really bad guy or i yeah. can look like a really sweet guy yeah and so you want a headshot that's going to look at both of those and okay. then you want to submit those headshots for what you're reading so, so don't you, send the good guy for the bad guy spots and so on and so forth so yeah. if you're going in for an in-person audition and they're like bring two headshots and it's for an assassin or for a thug or something don't bring the headshot with you grinning like an idiot yeah you want to bring the one of you staring straight head and really yeah. like hard-edged and you want your wardrobe to look that way too if you have like i know it's cheesy but like yeah. leather jackets come dark, dark clothing. come looking like the part already right and, oh, and you know, little things like that just really go a long way for the casting director to look at you and already start to see what they want to see out of that role so what so. do you think is the main thing that people do wrong that like what's the like for the like for comics especially because uh, I can only imagine that comics don't do the research. And... It's hard. Uh, the number one thing that I think people do wrong is look directly at the camera. Okay, which is so terrifying. But you know what's funny is that um, I've done like there's a guy Jeff Sully who will do like at, at um, festivals. Mm -hmm. He'll do like Talking Head mm -hmm. kind of like d demos, and you'll sure. you'll do uh, you'll audition. He'll feed you a couple things, and when you do those, they want you to look directly at the camera for a stand up though. I mean like well, it's like for acting. it's for like. You're, no, no, it's for it would be you like talking head reacting to. Oh yeah, 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 yeah That's yeah. different. Yeah, yeah you're exactly. auditioning for a role. But it's funny because like as a comic, you don't know. Like I wouldn't right. know the difference. I would just assume that oh, I was told once to stare directly at the camera. Well, then that's and what that's I'm gonna doing, do. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's the problem. Is, yeah. is understanding that there are different things you have to do as a as an actor, and so. Yeah, looking at the camera is a big one. Yelling is yeah. a really big one. Like people being way louder than they need to be, <laughs> or way bigger than they need to be. Like moving around a lot. Like you can't. Like the camera is literally locked in just your head yeah. and shoulders. So like you cannot 
move too much. You want to try and focus all that energy into kind of your eyes and your face and really give all that off on your face. And it's, it's tricky, Yeah. but it's little things like that that I'm hoping to kind of show some folks. I'll advise some folks on some great classes to take some really wonderful photographers that'll, you know, be able to get you some great headshots, great promo work, all kinds of stuff. We'll be able nice. to talk about all that. So, nice. And yeah. you're doing this uh, this month, right? It'll be on, uh, on the 15th, the 15th? month. Okay. And then I'll probably offer another one in April and probably another one in uh, May or June. We'll okay. Figure it out, we'll put your contact information in the cool. episode because it's coming out like the third week in March. Okay, cool. Yeah, Ideally, it'll, it'll I be believe. Like past that probably. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, you know, it'll be past it, but yeah. the next ones, if they're up, then. Sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sure. That sure. great. I actually might look into taking them. I don't cool. know. Cool, yeah. I'd um, be happy to do it. Yeah, because Conrad, they're doing, they, they sold, or Jamie and him sold something that they're shooting, I guess, like a proof of concept. Mm-hmm. And he said, do you want to do sides? And I'm like, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's, that's exactly what's uh, up. Well, and also, I think the time frame they needed, I wasn't going to be able to Sure, but it's Exactly that, like terminology, things like that when people approach you. And the biggest thing is that now we have all of these movies and shows that are filming here. Yeah. Um, We literally have Kevin Hart sitting at the Laughing Skull almost every night of the week these days. Um, he'll be there, there tonight. Are, he'll be there tonight, folks. Yeah. Uh, it's too late to get tickets. Um, it's all oh, yeah. Oh, my God. But the thing is that, like, we have casting directors that are now coming to these comedy shows. And yeah. in L.A., a comedian on stage is most likely an actor who does comedy. In yeah. Atlanta, it's a comedian who would like to be an actor. Yeah. So the education's a little bit sprawling. So when they come out and they ask... I've seen this happen where a casting director will come and see a great set from a really interesting look of a comedian and go, hey, you want to come in and read these sides for me? Come in tomorrow, blah, blah, blah. And the comedian is like, where do I go? Who do I, what do you mean sides? So I have to have it memorized. They yeah. walk in the room. and Sides like, like mac and cheese and baked right, beans. Exactly. Like, here, I brought a side. And you're like, nope, that's not <laughs> it. Uh, and then, yeah, they get in the room. They're really big. They're really huge. They're yelling and they're looking directly yeah. at the camera. And the casting director is like, okay, great. Thanks yeah. for coming You just in. did everything wrong all right. at once. I, I guess that's, that's it. yeah, okay. That so makes it's sense. Just giving people the fundamentals to know when that opportunity comes your way you'll be prepared nice yeah awesome um where are you going to be next what are you doing next uh show wise acting wise uh all of it any yeah of it? you oh you said you had the Dolph the <laughs> yeah Dolph Lundgren project yeah. filming in Birmingham early April so I'll be there for probably a little over a week okay uh, filming that and then uh hopefully I'm, I'm gonna look for some stand-up stuff in Birmingham while I'm there yeah um and then around town um yeah, just wherever I got Cherith Fuller's album recording coming up. Really excited about that. Um, just, you know, whatever. I got some best ofs coming up for nice. Laughing Skull. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just mouthed, thank you. Uh, <laughs> I like try that. not to mention that I book anything. We on can the, edit it out. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It happens, though. Like, at one point, like, Cody, I felt like I was about to just, like, whip my calendar out and be like, are you available this day and that day? Um, but, uh, oh, so you're a wine rep. Yeah. Talk to me about the, like, what's going on with wine right now? What's what's wine? What's is big a, in wine? Wine is a crazy world. Um, because of the couple of things, because of the tariffs, we had a big old shakedown there okay. for a minute. We're 100% tariffs were about to hit. Everything wow. from France, which would have been like, just an example, if you had a $50 bottle of wine at cost, then you would have to charge however much money to make it make money for you and your store, for your restaurant. If it was 50 bottles coming in, that means it's going to be 100% tariff. So there's going to be 100 plus dollars coming in at cost. It was going to be nuts. Wow. So like we finally got through that. Um, but like, yeah, what's big in wine right now? I would say natural wine is the big thing, which okay. is what a lot of my company does. Um, natural being? Natural is the it's low intervention. So no added sulfites or um, no pesticides, things like that. It's okay. a real, real just kind of letting the juice be... Uh, 
in a barrel getting funky by itself. Okay. And you, but I thought the sulfites were something that had to be added, like in the They States don't have or, to be added. Okay. Um, wine is going to naturally have sulfites. There's yeah. kind of no way around that. Okay. Um, but you would add sulfites to stabilize the wine. You add sulfur. You add a bunch of different things to stabilize yeah. the wine so that it has a longer shelf life or so that it has a better flavor. Um, if you literally. Is it true that that's what gives you the hangover? Is the I don't really believe it. But then again, I didn't believe that gluten did a damn thing. <laughs> and now we're in a world where gluten absolutely does. I'm affected by gluten. <laughs> And I hate it. Uh, so you know what? I want to sit here and say that it doesn't, but I well, I just, I've been to France a few times, and yeah. like you can drink wine kind of all day and oh, never yeah. be hungover. And I've always wondered what is it. They definitely had sulfites over there. I mean, yeah. it depends. It just depends on what you're trying to drink. Yeah. But maybe it's just you're in France, and it's sure, like yeah. I'm in France. I don't give a fuck. Um, I'm hungover, and even don't you even honestly notice. add, uh, or if you don't add, let's just imagine juicing grapes and leaving them in a barrel for a long time. It's a funky thing. You yeah. Know? So a lot of natural wine has a lot of funk to it, and so oh, nice. it's a little interesting and. But that's definitely the big trend right now. Petalant naturals or pet nats and funky mm-hmm. natural, natural biodynamic organic wines. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. And then so what's out? What's out now? Um, let's see. I don't know. I think the world of wine has gotten a lot broader. People are just kind of respecting everyone's sort of palate. Um, I would definitely say if you like Stella Rosa, you know, don't just leave it alone, honey. That's not, you don't need it. It's Stella Rosa is going to give you the headache. So much sugar added. Yeah. Anybody that likes a sweet wine. What's Stella Rosa? Stella Rosa is like a sweet red wine. It's like a, a wine that is essentially like making grape jelly and then straining out liquid. And oh, just wow. Like okay. Adding alcohol and being like, there you okay. go. It's just gross. But the there's a lot of people wines. that like it. Yeah. Uh, it's like the four loco of wine. It's just terrible. Like it's just <laughs> gross. Um, but there's a lot of products out there that are like that. And if you're, if you really want to get into wine, there's a lot of better stuff for you to be drinking. That's got plenty of like sugar and other things. Um, but that's the, to me, that's the only thing that's out are these like huge name wines, like, like ugh, there's so many like there's a Chardonnay called butter like get out of here you know uh, cake bread get out of here Come okay on, stop drinking that ugh. I think paint has a bottle of cake bread upstairs actually we don't drink the I mean it's, it's like we have these wines from like cake a bread's decade. honestly not that bad that's yeah. a decent name but there's others out there yeah. that just drive me nuts but cupcake that's, are you thinking about cupcake cupcakes wine? cupcake wine? but like you know it, to me it, I used to be a really big um, snob about it and now yeah. it's just kind of like look if it makes you happy and that that's the wine you like to drink then drink it when I, you go to buy a bottle of wine. If you were like, just like you, you're not getting your hookup, whatever it is, like what's your price point? Um, or does that, is it not even that? It's like, it, it really depends on what it is. You know, yeah. this is a long conversation depending, but like, honestly, I don't want well, to we got five minutes, five left, more so. minutes. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, give me the light at four. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, it's, it's literally one of those things where, uh, for me, it's all about the region, what I'm looking for as far as the wine is concerned and then the value. So I could get, I could look for a really great Pinot Noir from Burgundy and I'd probably look to be spending somewhere between 40, 50 or $60, depending on yeah. what it is, but you can find some really great Bourgogne on village level, village level, whatever you want to call it. Um, village? Village, yeah. There's like, oh, I used to perform several, at the Village Theater. Village Theater. There are several <laughs> levels of, of wine. And once you kind of understand them, then you know the value of the wine and what okay. you're to get. So it's a lot of translating the label, honestly, okay. to be a real snob about it. You just got to learn. So what regions, what regions are like, don't even bother? Are there any of those kind of regions? Mm, there's really not. So where's like a, good. like besides France? Uh-huh. Whereas, like, if it's not French, then what's the next? For me, Italy. I love Italian okay. wine. Um, there's great. But now coronavirus in Italy, it's there's out. Italy's coronavirus out. Coronavirus is tearing up everything. It's yeah. messing everything up. So, like, just, no everything. more Italy for a minute. Italy, France, everything. It doesn't matter. Yeah, you just yeah. got to be careful with everything. But, like, yeah, Italian wine. Um, next to that, I would probably say, like, Austrian. I really like Austrian okay. wine. 
and then like uh, German, German and Austrian kind of go together. So do they make mostly like sweet white wines? Or do they make um, Germans do make a lot of Riesling, but they also have Pinot Noir. They have a ton of different yeah. stuff. They have a really great in Austria. There's a grape called Blaufrankisch, which is like Blaufrankisch. Blaufrankisch. It's okay. Like delicious. Blaufrankisch. Yeah, it's very good. Is um, it sweet or is it mm, no? I mean, it's a dry. It's a li- it can be a little fruit forward depending, but fruit forward. Okay, that's, that's like what we say instead of, of sweet. You don't want to say sweet. I'm a little fruit forward. You are. Yeah. You're such a fruit forward. forward. <laughs> a little right. red wine. <laughs> ahead of the one step ahead of the straight Love to fruit it. forward. Yeah, you are. Someone described me. Uh, 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 Rodney last night introduced me as getting the show back on the straight and narrow, and I was like, no, I'm nope. gay and wide, honey. I am gay and wide. So good. <laughs> All right, we're almost at the end. I wonder, I feel like I have one more wine question. I don't know. Okay, uh, like... What do straight people drink? Well, uh, yeah, what's, like, rosé, I'm guessing. Like, straight Honestly, women. Um, straight women know, be drinking the rosé. Straight women drink rosé, but it's a, it's about being uh, uneducated. Um, <laughs> when I deal with, when I deal with, like, let's just Willfully say, ignorant? When I when Would I you deal say? with my gays, like when they come shopping for wine, okay. they also drink really delicious rosé, yeah. but they know more. Yeah. They just care a little bit more. Yeah. So if they're into more French rosés, let's yeah. just say, for okay. as a generality, like yeah. speaking in generalities here. But what is So if I said my favorite my favorite wine is Riuniti Lambrusco. <laughs> it's good, huh? I like it over like ice, baby. Sweet red, red it has bubbly. A sli- it has a slight carbonation to it. You're like the last guy drinking Riuniti. Yeah. I'm, we <laughs> love so it. We, when we have spaghetti, we make Riuniti. Mm, that sounds Rini. delicious. I love but it. I will say that um, Payne had a birthday party, and he said um, he wanted, he just, he said Lambrusco. Mm-hmm. And like people went looking for like good Lambrusco. It's and they're dry. They, well, but it's still carbonated. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I sell three really kick-ass Lambruscos. Love Lambruscos. Really? I love a Lambrusco. Uh, yeah, That's I'll, a sweet one. bring one over to you sometimes. Uh, Not all of them. They're actually more dry than Are they? Sweet. Okay. Yeah, but they all have that carbonation, don't they? Uh-huh. Yeah, I love red, that. Red. That's my thing. Mm-hmm. Like a red sparkling. It's, it's really kind good. of my thing. I that's mean, fancy. Yeah. yeah. That's really cool. I don't that's want like much Lambrusco. of it. Like one. No, that's kind of the way yeah. you're supposed to have it. It's like yeah. one glass yeah. with like charcuterie is technically what Yeah, exactly. It's great with, it pairs really well with salty stuff to me anyways. but fancy, girl. But we stick to the Rianiti, honey, because it comes in the gallon. And jug, you know. <laughs> Mama told so me you buy it by the half gallon. Yes, that's so good. <laughs> Mother told me. The, Mother told me. Yeah. Okay, but now straight people. What are straight like? So, okay, you're going to dinner at some straight people's house, okay, and you got to bring the wine. Mm-hmm. What kind of like? You not read? You can say whatever cab. you want. You're bringing a cab. A cab. You're not even bringing a blend. No. You're just not, get just a, a Cabernet cab. from California. From California Cabernet. California that's Cabernet. That's what they want to talk about. Straight, like if any bros are shopping <laughs> for wine, they're always just like, um, yeah, where are your cabs? It's like all they ever want to find. Where are your right? cabs? You know, or where's your? Um, I've been. It's always about where they've been. I've been to Napa, so okay. Oh wow, okay. You know, it's, for, it's from Napa where we've been, babe. The cabs been two different things. Like, I don't know. I'm into cabs. I'm also into Pinot, which are two vastly <laughs> different things. You know, Pinot is like super light bodied and yeah. really ethereal, and Napas are bigger and bolder, and you know, and so it's funny when they come into. Yeah. The, I like Napa cab. I like cabs. Make too. me cabs make me think of the '90s. Totally. Yeah. And it's a pretty cabs, straight. That was people. a pretty yeah. And then Merlot came Merlot, along. Yeah, yeah, definitely next to that. Merlot. I'm not drinking Merlot. Yeah. What was that movie? Uh, sideways really yeah. ruined Merlot for a long time. Pretty much, and it, it took forever to come back, but it's kind of Merlots are delicious. Don't I'm sure he drinks them. them. They're great. Yeah. They're I'm sure he's drinking them all the time. Probably. I drink and people are like, you're not drinking Merlot. Like, they see him in public. Right. And he's like, He's ah. like, ah, it was a roll. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So tell people where they can find you on the line, uh, on the line, on the socials. You can find me uh, at the Voss Sanchez, but it's like at the underscore Voss underscore Sanchez underscore okay. on Instagram. Okay. 
um, <laughs> at Lunchbox814 on Twitter okay. and at Vos Sanchez or at Vos Sanchez uh, at Facebook Vos Sanchez. So okay, you're not on TikTok. You ain't doing the. TikToks? I'm on TikTok, but uh, my user I don't even know how to read that stuff yet. My user is like one nine nine eight three five nine zero three three two, and then like my name is just Vos Sanchez. <laughs> On TikTok, but I'm trying to do the renegade <laughs> dance and it's hard. Nice. All right. Well, this has been Straight People. That was Vos Sanchez. Uh, Sanchez. Sanchez is <laughs> from North Carolina. San Sand Highland. Hell North yeah. Carolina. Wait, from Sanchez, Sanchez and this motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sanchez. But, straight um, people. Straight people. This is, yeah, do outro that. Let's take it. Yeah. Uh, this was straight people, and it was a good old time. I sat in here in the, in the basement of ENA Bear, and it was awesome. I'm straight as hell. <laughs>